0: This is Registry, a podcast from Office Supply Publishing and Klaus's Gunpoint. There's a movement afoot to bring a film onto the registry that, well, it's one that a lot of folks wouldn't think of, but once you sort of look into it, it becomes obvious this is the type of film that the registry should be recognizing. And the registry isn't necessarily a big, lobbyable thing. It's a method of selection that is basically what the Librarian of Congress wants to put on. And it's informed by everything else that's sort of going on, on all these sort of inputs. There have been some successful, and very famous, uh, attempts to get films onto the registry. The most successful being Hoosiers. A group of Iowa, or maybe it's Indiana, or one of those middle states. Uh, Folks decided they wanted to get this film onto the registry. Hoosiers is a great movie. It really is. It's one of the best sports films It wouldn't be my first choice, but yeah, I could see it going on, and they got it on. I also like to say that I had a big hand in getting Michael Jackson's Thriller on, but his death may have helped me along in that way. The film that they're trying to get on is called Skater Dater, and it's a lovely 1965 film about skateboarding. At a very interesting time in sort of the history of skateboarding, in the 50s when you started to see it, but skateboards were basically planks of wood attached to roller skate wheels. And they were small little metal wheels, usually. And by the 60s, there had been sort of a new, I wouldn't say art form created, but it was slowly evolving into something new, something grand, something interesting. And it wasn't too much later. This generation sort of petered out in the skateboarding. It wasn't too much later when the Dogtown and Z-Boys generation of surfers slash skateboarders came about partly because of urethane wheels. And those really appeared in the 1970s. And by the 1980s, skateboarding had exploded. I'd done the episode about the Bones Brigade videos that really, I think, speaks to that. This film is phenomenal on a couple levels. And you could say culturally because it's sort of this really skateboarding culture when it was still completely underground. Even more so than when the Dogtown Boys were sort of doing their thing. But it's aesthetically phenomenal. It really is. If you watch it, what you're seeing is the use of different types of camera motion. And in particular, this beautiful... It's not Steadicam, obviously, but it's like a Steadicam motion following the skateboarders going. And the skateboarders are doing great athletic tricks. I actually love the part where he goes underneath I think it's a truck. He lies back and goes underneath it. This is the origin of the skateboarding film. And it's played for years. There are places that had this showing up until the 90s, uh, along with features. And it made impact all around the world. David O. Russell really cites this as one of his major influences. And I think it shows. There's apparently a period where the camera was on a tricycle. Uh, They used it to move along to get this sort of motion. And that motion really plays in with the topic. Because the camera is so fluid, and it's a really influential sort of idea, the fluid camera was not nearly as prevalent in the 1960s, and certainly in 1965, not, not hardly at all. And you can draw a rather circuitous route from skater dater and the 50s and 60s films of warren miller up through things like bones brigade videos to the modern way that skateboarding and extreme sports are presented today and i think that does make a good argument for including this on the registry